Welcome to the Jack and John podcast. I'm Jack. And I'm John. And we're on a mission. To help you focus on Christ. Well, John, I can't imagine with all of the lights that are up and all of the things that you're seeing as far as the hustle and bustle of this season, anybody missing yeah. Christmas. You, you just couldn't forget it, right? Right. How do you miss no, Christmas? Nobody can possibly miss Christmas, I wouldn't think. No. You know, when I was a kid... Um, Christmas was not a big deal for our family. It, it just wasn't, you know. Um, Thanksgiving was our big holiday. Uh, and part of that was because uh, just some notions that my mom had from her parents. They never made a big deal out of, of Christmas. And then on my dad's side, um, well, he was he was poor and didn't have a lot. And so Christmas was kind of an annual disappointment for him. So I remember one year, this was just the flattest Christmas for me ever. Okay? <laughs> what do you mean? Flattest Christmas? Well, it was just, it was sad and depressing. Oh, sad? And it, we had gone to Tennessee to visit my grandparents, and, and that was good, you know. And we went to their house um, over Christmas break, mm-hmm. all right? So we left, I believe it was... Um, probably late morning on Christmas Eve to come back home. Mm-hmm. All right. So we get home and the house, you know, when we first get home, it's the house is dark, you know, well, we didn't have any Christmas lights up. We didn't even have a tree. We get in there, flip on the lights and stuff. And, and it's just, it just felt empty. And I, I was probably about, I don't know, fifth or sixth grade, something like that. And um, we had no Christmas tree or anything, and there were no presents. No presents. And so... Um, no Santa I, this I, year. I must have, well, you know, yeah, I must have cried or something. I, I don't remember exactly how I was reacting. But my mom felt bad. My mom felt bad. And, of course, my older brothers, they were both in high school, and they were kind of picking on me. So, yeah, I must have been like in fourth grade because they were still in high school, um, third or fourth grade. So Mike says I'm really dating myself with this one. But this is this is a thing Uh, for those of you, um, you know, who are born um, before 1985 or something. I don't even know when it happened, but service merchandise. okay, it was a store that we had and and service merchandise was kind of unique because it was the uh, Dollar Tree kind of (laughs) but because you would pick something out. And then somebody would have to go to the back and get it and bring it out yeah. to you. You didn't you didn't get stuff off of the shelf and like take it. You just say, Hey, you know, this is what I want. So my mom took me to service merchandise to pick out my own Christmas present. <laughs> and so I got I got my own Christmas present and it was I don't even remember what the brand was. It was like some kind of a jet for like Big Jim and Big Jeff. I'm really dating myself. I don't even know yeah, what you're no, talking are, about. It's, it's, it's sort of like, I, I guess it was like the boy version of Barbie or something. <laughs> <laughs> but so I get this home and I'm, and I, I'm playing with that and I'm just like, you know, it was so unsatisfying. It was like the worst Christmas. I feel like I you know, John, missed this Christmas explains a lot to me about you. <laughs> oh my gosh. The truth comes out. Yeah. The, the poor, now we know why this man is so warped <laughs> and a warped childhood. Uh, but um, it, yeah, it was just, I missed 
Christmas. You know, that kind of reminds me. There's a lot of people in the Bible that that missed Christmas. Sort of. Really? Truly. I'm thinking about, um, do you think there was an innkeeper? Well, you know, if there's an inn, there's got to be there's an inn probably keeper. an innkeeper. Well, probably. Okay, so you we'll know? do the chosen thing here. We'll okay. we'll say that historically we're correct on this, but it's not in the Bible right. that there was this guy. But we can assume that there was an innkeeper. Uh, the Bible simply says when Mary and Joseph got to Bethlehem, evidently they were looking for a place to stay, and it says there was no place for them in the inn. Right. That's what it says. So somebody, if there was an innkeeper, really missed Christmas that year, yeah. right? Because well, there's here is a lot pregnant. of speculation yeah. on why that would be, too. Yeah, sure, you know? sure, sure. Uh, who knows? Um, but some people say, well, maybe he. it was his barn. It was his stable. Yeah. He, you know, maybe. Who knows? But what we know is that there were some people there uh, that missed the fact that here's a young couple whether they would know that that was Jesus, the, the Savior of the world or not, they would know that this is a woman that's about ready to deliver a child mm-hmm. and not to have the compassion enough to offer them a room right. somewhere, right? Uh, you mentioned something very interesting as we were discussing this about some possibilities, not something that we know scripturally, but some very real possibilities yeah, I, of other people who missed Jesus, our Christmas in um, in Bethlehem when they got there. Yeah, I, I've always just had the thought, you know, it, 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 Joseph's from the house and lineage of David. Right. Okay, so that's why he leaves Nazareth to go to Bethlehem. All right. So well, family. Well, how, yeah, house and lineage means family, family, right? Family, house and family. So you would think that there's some people there that would probably know him. They're related to him. and um, But there's no mention of that, and there's no mention of... Um, the family, like, rejecting them. But I just feel like that's a strange absence. Or or maybe Joseph is like, I'm not even going to go talk to family. Because yeah. there's still sort of that thing of, you know, here's Mary who's pregnant before they got married. And that had to create right. some controversy. Right, right. You know. Right. Um, maybe they were the, maybe because they had heard about her pregnancy... Who right. knows? I don't know. They were being critical sure. that it was not a child that was being born the way right. normal children were born, right? Right. How about um, the leaders uh, of the Jewish nation? Right. How about uh, the leaders of the Jewish religion? They should have known something was going on, um, but they they you don't see the Pharisees, the scribes, the the priests, the Sadducees, none of them. And uh, Herod was the king, and you don't see him right. in the story of the birth of Jesus, anything right. around Bethlehem. So I guess all of them miss Christmas, the first right. one, too, right? Right. I wonder if there's any religious people that uh, spiritually miss Christmas. Maybe they get too caught up in the... Um, yeah. Other parts of Christmas. Anybody so, else you can think of? Or maybe you have a I, comment on I that? I think there's a whole list of people who've missed it and uh, still miss it. But, Jack, let me ask you this. Sure. What is Christmas? What does it mean? 
Well, you know, you see, G- Jesus is the reason for the season. Right. Um, you know, our family, we always, before they could open gifts, before they could go to their stockings, we sat down and we read the story of Christmas right. out of Luke 2, trying with all that was within us to focus on uh, the coming of the Christ child, the coming of salvation, the coming mm-hmm. of hope and peace to the world and uh, getting so caught up in the um, the hustle and bustle of it, the fun Christmas movies, uh, the decorated malls and right. and uh, g- driving around and looking at the lights and uh, the visiting of it. All of those things sometimes uh, get in our way mm-hmm. of seeing, I think, maybe the true meaning uh, of, of Christmas and missing it uh, on a deep level of spirituality of uh, that Jesus Christ would leave heaven itself and come down and humble himself by putting on flesh and being born of, like a baby uh, is almost too much to comprehend right. that he would do that. But that's the king come down. And we, we don't see the people of Bethlehem. We don't see the people of Jerusalem. None of the people in the area really there to witness mm-hmm. it. You see a few shepherds and you probably got some lambs and some goats and some cattle and some chickens that are there. Uh, a couple of years later, I think the wise men came. Right. Um, but for the most part, it was a very humble beginning. But that's just like our Christ, isn't it? Mm-hmm. To come in humility and to be born in a stable uh, to bring peace and hope to the world. That's what I think it is. I I think of all those things, you know, when I think of Christmas and, um, you know, we used to sing the song um, that that was that group for him uh, that that did this and dating myself again. Um, What a strange way to save the world. Mm -hmm. And, and the song was basically about, um, you know, God could have done it so many other ways, but he chose to send his son uh, to be born in the most humble of circumstances um, in a tiny little town that uh, is inconsequential in the world otherwise and born to uh, a virgin and a carpenter. And it, it, it's, it's a funny thing because here we're talking about missing Christmas, um, but God sort of flips that whole thing around um, because in his humility, in a sense, he snubs the things that the world thinks are important. You know, he didn't, Jesus wasn't born in Caesar's palace, not meaning the gambling casino, but the actual, you know, palace where Caesar was. Uh, he, he wasn't born, um, you know, a noted wealthy king. He wasn't born to people who were important or famous or um all of the things that we think are so important. He was none of those things. And part of that is especially important for us because it speaks to the message that it's not about all that. It's not about all that. This is about God becoming man. I keep thinking of Emmanuel, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it should be called Emmanuel, which just means God, God with, with us. us. Um, and that, to me, is Christmas. 
is Amen. God with us. Amen. And I don't want to, you know, be down on no. on traditional uh, family experiences. I, I love those yeah. things. And uh, uh, I would hope that you would have your traditions uh, that you would get involved with with your family. I hope it's about family for you. Uh, but once again, I also hope that uh, it's also about or most especially about um, the Lord, the Christ, the Messiah come down. Right. So that we might go up. Right. Today. Now, I don't want to leave us on a sour note about my poor, dismal little <laughs> Christmas experience because it, it wasn't always that way. Um, my family did develop uh, some traditions. Um, we even got to the point of having a Christmas tree. Um, my mom used to be on the local Council of Women in Bloomington, and years ago they sort of uh, had started Bloomington Hospital and still had some teeny little member of measure of oversight with that and they would have a bazaar every year and sell stuff and my mom bought a christmas tree at the bazaar for the local council of women (laughs) and it's about uh two and a half three feet tall and already had ornaments on it and so she would set that um you know first like on an end table or something and then eventually over the years it wound up on her little baby yeah. grand that she had yeah. <laughs> and uh and then she would put a plastic bag over it at the end of the holiday season and stick it in the closet <laughs> and then the <laughs> and next so, christmas, the next christmas get it out and beep, there it is you know <laughs> so we we did develop some of that but no the special christmas tradition that my family developed was my mom was all about music and she would she bought these little books of carols enough so that everybody in the whole extended family could have one and we'd pass those out and this is still to this day my most cherished memory of of christmas um and 2020 ruined this i'm sorry to say because you know we didn't have the whole extended family christmas last year but we'd pass the books out and then we would sing the Christmas carols, mm. you know, and we'd almost exhaust that little book. I mean, there were probably 30 or something in there mm-hmm. and we'd go through and we'd sing all of them, mm-hmm. some of them, all the verses, some first and last, but I mean, that music was the thing. And it, because it connected me to Christmas, it connected me to my mom and her love for music. And now my mom has been gone for six years. It still keeps me connected to her. So I do mm-hmm. love those family traditions. And then for my own family, my wife came from the opposite family, okay? They did everything for Christmas. And so now our my kids have grown up with the, okay, let's go crazy. Uh, it's like, we I don't know how many trees we have in the house. It's, it's kind of nuts. I mean, it's beautiful, but it's also kind of nuts. Um, and so we don't have a chance to miss Christmas anymore. <laughs> well, when uh, when I was in my first located ministry in church in Dodge City, Kansas, uh, I got some of the people that were in the music department. I was the music minister with as long as, as, as and some other things. And we went caroling. Jack is still some other things. I am some Trust other things. But we, went, we went caroling. Yeah. And uh, the people that we chose that I wanted to carol were people that um, were kind of sick, shut in, kind of had, but also mm. people that weren't necessarily members of the church, right? but were uh, local people that we knew um, that we would just go and try to bless. 
yeah. my singing carols. We went to one particular house that year, and they were having a Christmas party. And it wasn't like a church party. Believe me, it wasn't a church party. Everybody was there, and uh, they all had their their you know their mixed drinks. And then I'm not I'm not I'm just saying that's what it was. Right. I'm just telling you the truth. That's what it was. And uh, it was loud and uh, jokes, and people were laughing. And back in the days, you know, smoke uh, oh, filled yeah. the room. Oh yeah. And uh, the fellow was thrilled that we were there. He invited us in. So everybody's kind of gone, uh, I said, yeah, we'll come in. And so we go in and uh, here came the mixture of the pristine Christian people caroling and then the people that were just sitting there enjoying, you know, a nice celebration of yeah. a party. And uh, there was a piano there in his living room. And uh, one of our, uh, the piano player in the church, she also was caroling with us. She sat down and began to play. And the atmosphere in the home totally changed. Everyone began to sing oh, that's the carols. Awesome. And when they were singing, O Come All Ye Faithful and Silent Night and O Little Town of Bethlehem. And I noticed just the tears, the smiles, the joy that filled that mm -hmm. home that Christmas. And uh, as we left, there were hugs. And uh, the guy that lived there looked at me and said, you've got to come back next year. Oh, he said, great. we have this party every year. Please bring these people back next year and do it. And I don't know if we could have ever recreated it. No. But um, I just believe that there's someone out there in everybody's life that you may least expect that doesn't necessarily or hasn't maybe made a confession of belief in Jesus Christ. Right. But they may be your one that you could hone in on and make a point to, to be in their life, to be a part of their life this Christmas season and uh, take them with you to a Christmas Eve service or to a church service and, and uh, speak to them uh, about the coming of the Christ child so that your one won't miss Christmas ever again. Right? Right. Maybe they would invite Jesus into their home, their abode, mm. their life, and uh, know the joy of, of that coming of Christ yeah. into them. Who's your one this Christmas season? Get that one figured out and go after them in a wonderful, beautiful way. Because we don't want anyone to miss no, Christmas. don't miss. Yeah. Guys, we love you so much. Thank you for being with us. We need to hear from you. Please call us at uh, 317-663-9390. Um, you know, if you want, you can leave a, a message with a question, comment. Uh, if you want us to share that on the air, we'll do that. Um, and then also reach out to us at connect at jackandjohnpodcast.com. And this year, please reach out to those around you. Invest in their lives. Um, ask the Holy Spirit to give you the strength, the wisdom, the timing. Um, put our trust in Him because we don't want to miss Christmas and we don't want anyone else to miss Christmas. Oh, come let us adore Him. Yeah. Christ Amen. the Lord. Amen. See you next time.